Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and your blessings and provisions. Uh, God, thank you for this time. Uh, Lord, and thank you for all our listeners. Pray that this uh, episode would bless them and encourage them today. Father, in your holy name we pray. Amen. Hello, everybody. You're listening to our community, our mission, a podcast of Topeka Rescue Mission here on Wednesday, uh, January 24th of 2024. We get some 24s. We there, do. There's a couple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're thawing out, we think, for uh-huh. a little while anyway. Yeah. Is it and summer so, yet? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, we don't my, need to rush that in either. In my mind, yeah, we don't. Yeah, there's another problem with summer. <laughs> I was going to say yes. Give us a break. Uh-huh. Spring. <laughs> so, we just need spring to last for months and months yeah, and months. Yeah. So we got a special guest that's from out of town today yes. that we want to talk to, and, and we got to talk to him pretty quick here because he's got to get on an airplane, get, yes. out of, get out of the area here. But we always have to stop and we talk about the specialness of the day. Uh-huh. We don't and have so, to. And so we we're can going. Skip we're, it. We're, we're, no, we're, we're going to. This is National that's, Compliment Day. That's your special. Oh, okay. National Compliment Day, Lamanda. So. What do you have to say? <laughs> That's why he wanted to proceed with it. All right, let's get to something. You're National rotten. Peanut Butter Day also and I'm... Macintosh Computer Day. So for all of you Aww. Mac lovers out there, this is your day. Uh-huh. So give somebody a peanut butter sandwich and something nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lamanda, you uh, uh, as director now for almost two years, mm-hmm. um, you've had a chance to go to I think three CityGate Network yes. meetings. Mm-hmm. And so... That's been kind of a cool deal for you mm-hmm. to be around other rescue mission folks mm-hmm. um, at a location where you yes. know all these people. I know it was very helpful for me in the early days mm-hmm. to say, hey, we're not alone here. Mm-hmm. And so real quickly before we introduce our guest who's involved sure. in CityGate, tell us your impression of CityGate Network. Mm. You know, I think CityGate Network is exactly what that says. It's, it's a way to network. And what I love about it is... There is everything from just fellowship and camaraderie and friendship to a wealth of wisdom. You know, there are professional groups where at any time I can get on and ask other CEOs um, all over the nation a question um, and get responses. And it comes to my email and then I'm able to share those thoughts out with others. And so it's just an incredible support that we have and that we get to be a part of. And then sometimes through that, uh, people want to come here and see what God is doing at the Topeka Rescue Mission. So it's just been incredible. And I will say that one of the highlights for me on a personal level and a professional level is just the um, corporate worship times. Mm-hmm. So at the oh, CityGate Network amazing. conferences, you know, we do a worship time at least once or twice together a each day. Plus people, yes, in the room. Uh-huh. and just from the song choices to, you know, you might be talking to someone in a session thirty minutes before, and you find out, man, their mission is really struggling with you know, finances, or this is really struggling because they may have just had a CEO pass away or something like that. And then you go into worship and you see them three or four tables over and you see them maybe be emotional or you see a song and you know, I know a little bit of their story. Mm. And, you know, to walk over there and to hug them while that worship song's playing and stuff, it's just incredible. The the impact of this uh, network of Mm -hmm. um, rescue ministries Mm -hmm. in the country and the world in different places is phenomenal. I mean, just... Um, remember going to Minneapolis and and and, and not Minneapolis. Uh, that's where you're from. Minneapolis, another city. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had just started a school uh, for kids yeah. in, in in their community. And I was saying, oh, how amazing what people are mm-hmm. doing. So we, we're going to jump right into it. We have Ken Peterson here, who's mm-hmm. the regional coordinator of the City Gate Network. Welcome to our community, our mission, Ken. Thank you. It's great to be here in Tacoma and at the Tacoma Rescue Mission here. At, <laughs> Listen to him. Sorry. So 
Topeka. It's probably warmer in Tacoma Actually, right now. <laughs> I was the interim CEO in Tacoma for oh, six okay. months, so that's still upper. Oh, Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I get Topeka, it. Kansas. Uh, that's right. Right. Well, Kim, this is not your first time here. Um, I was here when the Children's Palace was just being completed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were the CEO then. That's right. That's and right. I remember you talking about the, what you really wanted us to do was let the kids have a special place to come to yeah. and the community to see mm-hmm. that rescue missions like to do things with quality and effectiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. congratulations. Well, for, thank you. This is For uh, the ministry quite... you've built here, and now you've given it over to Lamanda here, and I think she's got the skill to carry it Yeah, she <laughs> Yeah. We're trying. She definitely does. Uh, <laughs> so CityGate Network yeah. um, has been around since 1906. It was started in New York at the Macaulay Mission, mm-hmm. Water Street Mission, Macaulay Mission. And it was originally started as the International Union of Gospel Rescue Mission. When I came on board, it was IUGM, International IUGM. Union of Gospel Mission. Well, there That's was right. actually a predecessor to that, but uh-huh. I don't know what the name yeah, was. Yeah, we weren't there then. <laughs> and then they, uh, then they changed it to AGRM, the Association of Gospel Rescue Missions. And a few years back, they rebranded, which so many ministries like to do nowadays, <laughs> rebranded it to CityGate Network. And there's some real significance behind that. Mm-hmm. It's from an Old Testament uh, analogy that in the ancient Mideast, all the cities had walls around them. They had an outer wall and an inner wall. Mm-hmm. And when people would come to the city, they would get inside the outer wall, inside between the outer wall and the inner wall, and they would look for the elders of the city. The elders of the city would help them find resources, food, supplies, and comfort and care. Well, uh, the vision behind CityGate Network is that every city in North America needs to have a CityGate mission where hungry, homeless, abused, and addicted, wandering people can come into the doors of the city gate mm-hmm. and find what they need. Mm. And I tell people all the time as I travel and visit different missions and I talk to people about missions, I say everything a person needs to come out of poverty, hunger, homelessness, and addiction, modern-day missions have every resource available to help people mm-hmm. if they're ready to do it. Of course, you know, we have a number of mentally ill people on the streets and a lot of missions aren't quite equipped to deal with the level of mental illness out there. But when it comes to food, shelter, clothing, educational opportunities, spiritual development, recovery services, Mm -hmm. um, job training, job placement, transitional housing, all of those things are available in almost every major city in America and almost every major city in America has a city gate mission doing very professional, well-rounded services to people. And so that's what CityGate is. There's nine districts in the country. Mm-hmm. There's the Heartland. You're in the Heartland so district. We're in the Heartland. Does that you make knew? sense? We've heard that yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I'm a retired executive director from the Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities. And when I retired from there, uh, the president of CityGate found some extra money to a grant to hire three or four retired CEOs to go around and do mentoring, coaching, mm-hmm. encouraging, visiting members' missions. I visited 175 or so in the past five, six years. Mm. And my delight in doing that is to sit down with people that are in leadership. And Lamanda and I actually had this conversation mm-hmm. earlier. Every leader, and you probably have never felt this way, Mary. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm immune to any feeling. Yeah. So. <laughs> Every leader questions 
themselves. Mm. Did God really call me to do this? Mm -hmm. Somebody else mm -hmm. can do it much better. Mm -hmm. I don't have the training. Maybe I should be doing something else. And I think that's a theme. Anybody in leadership? I only went through that about every morning. Yeah. So, um, you know. And now you're still going through it, but just with me, right? I'm, well, not the same way. I was sitting with a mission leader yesterday, and he said, Ken, I'm really tired. I said, yeah, I can see that. And I said, you're tired and you want to run away, right? He said, that's right. That's it. So, so you encounter this because you've been there. Uh, this yes. is this is not a foreign turf to you to understand those challenges, pressures. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're an executive director or CEO. Um, what's it like when you find somebody that's on the field with all of these responsibilities and not always most in the most popular place because you're dealing with a subject matter, especially these days, that's um, hot on social media. Uh, everybody's got an opinion about what mm -hmm. to do about this when they are just worn down. What's your what do you do with that? Well, I like to sit down one-on-one -on -one with the leader and start talking about mission business. Okay, how's it going with you? What's your relationship with your board? What personnel issues are you having? What's your finances like? By the time I go through that litany, their hair comes down. Yeah. And they so this guy understands me a little bit. They, <laughs> they, they start opening up and sharing. And uh, I just try to encourage them and say, well, listen— the mission was here before you got here. God has given you this tremendous privilege to serve in this capacity for a period of time, and the mission will be here after you leave. Mm -hmm. And by the way, every mission around the country is having the same issues, so you're not alone that's in this. Right. That, that's right. That's a value of that city gate. But uh, the gift God has given me since I have a pastoral background is to lean heavily on Scripture mm -hmm. and talking to people about where Scripture meets where they're at in life and their leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a new uh, director in a town out in Oregon. This lady was on the board, and the founder of the mission retired after 30 years. <laughs> and uh, this, <laughs> this new director came from the business world. She was in communication and in marketing. And I stopped to visit her like the first week she was on the job. And she sat across from me and said, I don't think I can do this. Mm -hmm. And I just saw the, mm -hmm. the, like a deer in the headlights. You know, and we just talked. And I said, God called you here. You got gifts and abilities and things that you brought to the table that God wants to use. And we just had a two-hour wonderful conversation. The next year I saw her at the Na National Convention. She chased me down and said, Ken, if you hadn't stopped, mm. I would not have stayed at this job. Mm -hmm. And it just mm -hmm. did my heart so good to know that we can encourage one another in the Lord and lift one another up and realize there are hundreds of people out there doing the same thing we're doing. And that's where CityGate comes in because we've got tremendous training opportunities. Mm -hmm. We have webinars uh, on almost every subject that you can find in Rescue mm -hmm. Mission. We have district conferences. We have the national conference. We have the CEO summit where CEOs from all around the country come together and talk about real-life issues and leadership. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a D.C. forum where mission leaders go to Washington, D.C. and meet with their local legislators, mm -hmm. congressmen and senators and people in the president's uh, circle, you know, like the uh, director of or the secretary of um, – uh, HUD, mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. and bring the issue of homelessness to the national level. What I've seen over the years, <clears throat> Ken, is uh, a more um, um, 
understanding of the role of rescue ministries in in the country. Um, and uh, previous uh, executive director John Ashman uh, with CityGate Network, and how he really helped bridge the gap so that there was a presence in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. with policymakers. Uh, because, you know, that whole uh, myth of separation of church and state, right. um, uh, how uh, faith-based rescue mm-hmm. ministries are on the front lines with so many people representing so many different churches and, and non-church uh, to be able to have the impact that they do, to be able to reflect to our policymakers um, on the Hill, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, what's really going on on the ground. And uh, so they can make wiser decisions. And uh, so you, you, you're part of that whole system, the network inside the gate, city gate network. It sounds like what you are is a coach um, that goes around with the, with the players on the field to help them to yeah, stay I on think, the field. I think that's part of it. I served as interim director at the Tacoma Rescue Mission, and they had a really good senior staff. Mm-hmm. So my presence there was just – to encourage them and mm-hmm. to meet with the board and help them work through the issues to bring in a new director. Mm-hmm. And Barry, with all of your experience, I think you should be doing the same thing, going around. I mean, Tacoma? Well, to, to Tacoma, I think they've already covered. <laughs> Anywhere, people need help, right? <laughs> no, you, no, I am doing a little bit of that right yeah. now, more from telephone calls and Zooms, those kind of things. And what a, what a joy that is. You and I were talking about somebody out in Idaho uh, yeah. that I'm uh, on the phone with twice a week, a new director out there who's been to Topeka, was uh, fell in love with LaManda mm-hmm. and the whole team oh, yeah. here. And, uh, and so, um, you know, she's, mm, she's, she's incredible. doing incredible work. And so mm-hmm. that, that's, what, that's what you get to do now mm-hmm. uh, because of all of your experience. What, what l- let, me, let me mention here too, when you came um, in 2018, I want to say. Whenever you put this building up, it wasn't yeah, even open. So it had, yeah, 2018. 2018. And so maybe it was 2017 when you came. Uh, okay, Josh is nodding his head. 2017, and so um, you saw this. You went back and talked to leadership at City Network, and you said you need to go to Topeka. Mm-hmm. And then we had just opened up the Children's Palace, and John Ashman came with a film crew. Uh, oh, I didn't know he brought a film. Oh crew. yes, he did. He brought a film crew, and uh, he uh, uh, went through here, and he said uh, he called me ahead of time, and he said, "Hey, we've looked at all the rescue missions in the country, and we've narrowed it down to five examples that we would like to highlight. Can we bring a film crew yeah. here?" And I was quite honored. They had a couple on the West Coast and one in the East, one in Canada and, and here in the Midwest. And so they came and we had great day together and they came in here and filmed this and our other operations. Um, I hadn't been to a, uh, um, a CityGate meeting for a while. I couldn't get out of town. So the real story behind that, mm-hmm. I went back and reported you that's, to John that's Ashman and said, Barry's that's drifted off. You, you <laughs> <laughs> went back and said, you need to get with these folks in Topeka and they came here, and it uh, wasn't too long after that that they had just changed the name of the organization uh, to CityGate Network from an Association of Gospel yeah. Rescue Missions, created this award called the CityGate Award. And so um, I went to receive that, and mm-hmm. was just blown away. Um, the thing is, I was told I had um, um, 10 minutes to talk, and, and things were rushing so fast. And, and I was told by the, the director of Young Life, who was kind of going to emcee this thing uh, during that time, we have to narrow it down to five because we're running behind time. <laughs> and then he said, could it be two uh, minutes? And I'm going, oh, my gosh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> You're lucky so I'm standing, up, <laughs> I'm standing up. Executive director's behind me, John Ashman. And he said, Barry, we're really running hard on time. Can you do this in 30 seconds? <laughs> no, he said, could you do it in 20 to say thank you? And I said, no. I'm taking 60 seconds. 
seconds. <laughs> and so I stood up there, took this award back that represented all of these different yeah. rescue ministries. Yeah. One of the greatest honors Topeka Rescue Mission has ever had to be, say, we're amongst giants. And they looked at Topeka. And one of the big things was how we network with the community here. And the, the amazing thing but happened. thank you for opening that door. Thank you for bringing Topeka Rescue Mission back into the fold and getting mm. them active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember telling you, Barry, you've had all this experience and time. The organization needs people like you. To well, I think that's kind of what it took because um, for me, because you get so involved in the local front day-to-day right. op- operations. And so Lamanda, since she's been here, you haven't missed a meeting, annual Mm-mm. meeting yet. She's been mm-hmm. You see the great value. You've taken more yes. staff than I ever took mm-hmm. to these meetings and they've come back and there's been transformational change mm-hmm. in operations here because what you learn from another rescue mm-hmm. mission. Uh, but also other rescue missions are making operational changes by which they've learned in Topeka. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Tremend- you know. Tremendous growth going on. Uh, CityGate Network um, is the oldest and largest network of emergency shelters, recovery programs, transitional housing in North America. Can There's we- over 300 missions. I think there's 300. 310 missions now. Yeah. Mm. Little mom and pop missions that operate on a two hundred thousand dollar budget to right. very large ones, missions that have budgets of twenty million and up. Yeah. So it's amazing to see what God has done. Ken, uh, we're we're so honored that you would come in here today yes. and, and be a part of this. And uh, uh, you've got about six minutes before you have to get in your your vehicle to get to an airplane. <laughs> he so, just wants me to leave. <laughs> so no, no, love that. We'd like to do this a lot longer today, maybe mm-hmm. all day long. But uh, would you? You've been a rescue mission CEO. Um, uh, you've been an interim, uh, you're representing this large network in the heartland of going around and encouraging and helping people to stay on, stay in the game. But before all that, you were starting to tell me, um, how you even got into rescue mission work. You were driving down the road one day. Um, you're are you comfortable talking about that? I, I'll give you the whole story. If okay. You want. Give us a story. You've got I, five and a half minutes. All right. 1972, <laughs> I dropped out of the University of Minnesota and I bought a kilo of marijuana. Mm-hmm. I was living the party life and I had that kilo of marijuana in my trunk and I picked up a hitchhiker. He got in my car and said, Do you know that Jesus is coming back pretty soon? And I thought, Ooh, I picked up this wrong re- guy. Huh? Religious <laughs> nut. No, he was the right guy at the end of the game. <laughs> Growing up Catholic, going to nine years of Catholic school, of course, I knew about God, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that uh, you could have a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Before he got out of the car, he says, Ken, if you don't believe me, ask Jesus yourself. I thought, how do you ask Jesus if he's coming back, right? <laughs> well, for four years, the Holy Spirit chased me down till I got to a point in my life where I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. My party life was empty. My drug use was empty. My drinking was empty. I was going through a divorce. Life was tough. I was broken. Mm-hmm. And I got on my knees and cried out to the Lord, and he heard my cry. Mm-hmm. And uh, went in uh, and talked to the pastor of the little church that I had been frequenting, and he prayed with me. And from that day on, the Bible just opened up. I couldn't get enough of the Scripture. I was just soaking it in. So then I wanted to—I uh, moved back. I was living up in Duluth, Minnesota. I moved back to Minneapolis-St. Paul area, and I wanted to study the Scripture. I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't want to go in the ministry. I just wanted to find out what the Word of God. So I went to a three-year Bible college, mm. graduated from there. When I was there, I got remarried to a lady that has two kids. We've been married for 42 years now. Mm-hmm. Oh, before I left Duluth, the pastor up there said, Ken, Joel 2.25 says, I will restore to you 
all the years that the wormwood has eaten away. Mm. I'd never opened up a Bible in my life. <laughs> God would restore my life, and that's what I needed. That's what I wanted. Mm. So kind of fast-tracking here. Today I've been married 42 years to a godly woman. We've got five kids, 12 grandkids, and they're mm-hmm. all followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm the richest man in the world. Yeah. But that promise 45 years ago, God has made mm-hmm. it all of it true. How did you know you were called into rescue missions? <laughs> oh, that's a long story, too. Okay, so I finished Bible college. Got two and a half minutes for that one. I'm going to talk fast. <laughs> I was preaching on an interim basis at the Glad Tidings Mission in downtown Minneapolis. Uh-huh. And I was um, candidating for churches. Mm-hmm. So Church, you thought a pastoral was what I we were felt that mm-hmm. the uh, churches said, Ken, we can't have you because you're divorced and remarried. Mm-hmm. I understood the theology and where the church was at back then. So I tried to go to Mexico as a missionary. That didn't work. The little mission that I was preaching at, the guy called me up one day and said, Ken, we're closing the doors. We don't have enough money. Nobody wants to take it. Mm-hmm. So me and another guy that I went to Bible college with took it over. And we ran that little mission for 15, 16 years, tag-teaming the preaching, and that cut my teeth in rescue work. And I got a little burnt out. I went up and pastored a church for 11 years mm-hmm. in northern Minnesota. And while I was there, the board chairman of the Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities walked in my church one day. Over a cup of coffee, he said, Ken, we're looking for a new director of the Union Gospel Mission Twin Cities. I want you to put your name in the hat. And that's no small mission. No. <laughs> 400 overnight guests, uh-huh. you know, at the time was $8 million budget and 100 employees. Uh, and I said, I can't do that. I've never run anything that big. He said, no, you got to try it. You got to do it. So I interviewed and they hired me. So I look back and everything I've done in life, my drug use, alcoholism, divorce, searching for meaning in life, coming to Christ, running a small mission, pastoring a church, running a large mission, having all those leadership questions every day, like you said, right? Am I the right one to do this? Now God's given me the privilege to go around and talk to others. So, so you understand the turf. Did you ever meet a Mickey Callum out of Oklahoma City? Mm-mm. Okay. Mickey, nope. Mickey Callum was the first rescue mission director I ever met. I went down to Oklahoma City. I wasn't the director here. He came out in a full Native American chief's headdress mm. costume because down in Oklahoma, sure. you know, his wife was Native American. And uh, he comes out. I'm asking for the director, and he comes around the corner. I'm going, is this Halloween? <laughs> what is this? And he goes, Feeker from Topeka. Puts his hand out and shakes my hand. He says, welcome to Oklahoma City. Oh. I went out in the car, and I said to my wife, I think I made a big mistake. I don't think I want to go into rescue mission work. I don't think I'm cut out for it. But I stayed for a couple of days, and we visited and saw his heart. And Mickey had come through the doors of the Oklahoma Rescue Mission mm. as a guest who was a chronic, what he called hopeless alcoholic. And he said, rescue missions are the only place you can crawl through the front doors, a hopeless alcoholic mm-hmm. or drug addict, and 10 years later, be the executive director in the same place. Mm-hmm. And so what that taught me is we're all broken. Mm-hmm. And yep. sometimes in our brokenness, we can help the broken even more when we find Christ as the healer and introduce them to the healer. Talk about brokenness. There's so much brokenness in our world right now. Our culture's crumbling. That's morals right. are crumbling. Uh, everything we knew to be true and steady. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of broken up, and people are hurting. They have no place to go. I used to always tell my staff at the UGM in the Twin Cities, 
We want to give a warm welcome to everybody. Yeah. Because everybody is made in the image and likeness of God. Mm-hmm. When they come into the mission, it might be the only time in their life they've ever felt the love and presence of God. Yes. Yes. Isn't that the truth? You know, they come it in is. disheveled, despondent. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> and they have a meal, they get some clothing, they get a, f- a bed for a few nights. Pretty soon there's a little sparkle in their eye, you know, their head's up, and uh, they look like there's something that's just taken over them. When somebody serves on the, on the field and they get injured in the military, they get a Purple Heart. Um, Lamanda hasn't been here very long, but she's already got a purple heart and she's going to tell that story one of these days. We don't have time for that one right now, but I want to tell you what, um, these are powerful, powerful experiences here because of the investment in people that other people maybe have forgotten or people feel like they've been forgotten, but yet God has orchestrated to create something starting in 1906 with a chronic alcoholic mm-hmm. and a thief called Jerry McCauley. Yeah. Um, you know, people say, How, why, are you, why are you in the rescue mission worker? Who, who helped you get there? I said, a hopeless alcoholic. Uh, but he was born before I was, and he died before I was born. Mm-hmm. So um, we're here to say brokenness is part of life, mm-hmm. but we don't have to remain broken. Whether you're living in a, in a under a bridge or in a tent, you're in a warming center, you're in a homeless shelter, maybe you're in an abusive situation, uh, wherever you are, um, uh, Jesus is coming back. That's true. And uh, if you have not understood that, just like Ken, uh, you can ask him yourself mm-hmm. and he will speak to you. You probably have heard the song by Matthew West, Broken Things. Yes. Beautiful song. Yeah. Talk. I mean, it hits the nail right on the head. God uses broken things. He does. You he know? does. He 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 uh, he can work all things together mm-hmm. uh, in anybody's life. And, and so, Ken Peterson, regional coordinator, coach, CityGate Network, there you big go. national operation here. Thanks for coming to Topeka, Kansas, mm-hmm. and visiting here again, uh, spending some of it's your time with us. My honor to be here, and congratulations to Topeka Rescue Mission and Lamanda mm-hmm. taking the leadership here. Just the hour I spent with her, she has the skill, the drive, and the ability to Amen. make things happen. Amen. Yes, Good things are going to take place. God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, again, Ken, again, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission. If you would like more information about the Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to trmonline.org. That's trmonline.org. Also a member of the CityGate Network, and I think there's a link there that you can find out more information about Ken's place that he uh, represents called CityGate Network. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission.